0: How's everybody feeling the day How's everybody feeling the day? Well, hello and good day to my fellow dreamaholics. This is Noel here once again. And in studio with me today, I've got Michelle and Sasha. Say hello, ladies. Oh, <laughs> hi. Um, for those of you who don't know, a dreamaholic is one who's completely dedicated to making their passions, making their dreams become a tangible reality. Uh, I want to thank you so much for being back with us and sticking with this process. What I want to talk to you a little bit about today is patterns, and paradigms, and how it relates a bit to the law of attraction. When we start looking at patterns of life, have you ever noticed that there seems to be certain things that keep showing up for you? Like, I mean, I'll give you an example. There's a guy I've known now. I think I've known almost 10 years. I've known him. He's a party promoter here in the city of Toronto. We're friends, friends slash acquaintances, and. This individual, I've noticed over the years, there's a pattern that he seems to be in. Whenever he puts on an event, I always look forward to hearing the story after the event about why they didn't make the money that they should have made, who ended up trying to screw him over, how they have to move from venues because people don't appreciate things and he's too nice of a guy, and all of this stuff. And this has been going on for a very, very long time. Now I haven't been hearing the stories for ten years. I've been hearing them for the last two. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I've known him for a long time. The other day I had a talk with him because he was—he's got the promoting thing he's doing, and he really isn't making a lot of money. Clearly, he enjoys doing it, but it's just not generating revenue. It's just really the bottom line. If you're doing something as a hobby, <laughs> that's one thing. But you know, when you're a parent, you got a couple kids, you got a mortgage to pay, you got responsibilities there comes a point in time when there's got to be a change made or you continue to live in that, if you continue doing the same thing over and over and over again, expecting a different result, it's called insanity, right? I'll take it one step further. When you're doing it and you don't realize what's happening, fine, that may be insane. But when you're doing it and you're aware that this keeps happening, then that becomes, in my mind, stupidity. There has to be a point when, you know, we as adults, grown people, um, thinking people need to begin to really assess what's actually showing up. What are the patterns that keep showing up for us? Why? do they keep showing up what needs to change in order to change the reality. So when I'm talking to him, those of you who have been listening to this audio series, you've heard me say or talk about the fact that after a couple of times of talking with somebody, we shouldn't be giving pity parties and that we should be challenging the person to say, okay, so what do you want to see happen? And what do you want to see happen? Well, in our last conversation, to me, it was kind of a breaking point because I basically had, I really had had enough of hearing about the stories and um, and I'm not laughing at him. I'm laughing more myself in the situation because why is it that I've even endured listening to this conversation (laughs) past the point where it has because it's really a waste of my time to be sitting there listening to this because it's an energy drain now with this person and again nice guy I really like him he's a nice person uh, and he means well but the truth is he's in a loop he is in a loop where he's almost addicted to his current way of being he had said, when I when I was talking to him about his situation, I, he said, you know, no, you're not the only person who's mentioned it. And I'm like, okay, well, if other people have been mentioning it and they're noticing it and they're people who genuinely care about you, why do you refuse to make an adjustment? I said, look, why don't you jump into my class, you know what I mean, just take one of the programs, you know what I mean, and you'll be amazed at how things can change and how quickly. And he says, well, what do you mean? And I said, well... I'll give you an example. Like my cousin Carrie, like he's done my course. You know, he's shared openly so I can share with you. Uh, my cousin, he was going through um, issues with alcohol issues with drugs. He's always a good person, nice person, a very giving person, but he was wrapped up in a cycle, and he loves the world of entertainment, so he would be tied to other people who are big in the industry, and he would be around it, but he was never really getting his due, and things just were not working out for him, and so he'd be trying to promote this party, promote that party, it wasn't working out, people were supposed to pay him, he's not getting paid, and and again, this is something that continually was happening. Now, remember, when something is continually happening, one There's there's a cause and there's an effect. So part of the cause is your actions, the way that you're dealing with situations, the way that you're dealing with people, and the way that you permit them to deal with you. And then there is the energy that you're emitting based on the repetitive thought that you have in your mind. In one instance, yes, you're ambitious. You have great ideas. You've got great intention. You want to create more. You want to do great by yourself, your family. You know, it's embarrassing for for people who who've um, been studying to not perform. You know what I mean? When you see people a lot of times who maybe don't study that much, who are unconscious competence, will it not perform you? It's embarrassing, and I know because I've lived it. You know what I mean? And it's not fun, you know what I mean, to see friends of yours bypassing you. You're happy for them, but you want the same for yourself, right? But he was in a real loop, and I remember there was a time when Carrie came to live with me because he'd been bouncing from house to house like he's in my cell phone. And I just deleted a bunch of the old cell phone numbers because I used to tell him the cell phone number would change as often as I changed my underwear. You know what I mean? It's changing every day, <laughs> you know. And, and so you can't keep a steady cell phone. You can't keep a steady work. You have inconsistent income coming in. And I know that there's a number of you who are in similar situations, so this is why I'm dealing with the subject today. When he came to stay by me, I said, look, you can stay here, but it's not going to be a long-term deal. You've got 90 days to get the situation cleaned up and get yourself someplace else. I have friends who are real estate guys who can get you into your own place. I say, you're a grown man, you need to be in your own place. In 90 days, because I gave him a time frame, he actually began to, to work towards that, and then we did get him into a condo. Now, some of the, the old habits died right there? No. and Then he jumped into the program with us, and he started getting into the education, particularly with the book Think and Grow Rich uh, from Napoleon Hill. And he really started to study, study, study. But again, you got to remember like the old habits and the old paradigms it functions almost like gravity. If you stand up where you are right now, in fact, stand up wherever you are and jump. Well, like as soon as you jump, like actually do it, like stand up like this, and, and jump. Like now, if you, when you stand up and jump, how long do you last in the air? Well, not long because gravity pulls you right back to where you were. Gravity holds you, pins you to the earth, pins everything to the earth in order to escape the gravitational pull of the earth you need something else to propel you through that space in order to do that because the law of lift supersedes the law of gravity all right gravity there is a law around gravity but there's also laws around lift and if you understand how to get the lift to get out of the earth's atmosphere takes a lot of force It is not easy to escape the Earth's atmosphere, hence all the failed attempts at the beginning, the Apollo trips, and it's not easy to get out of the Earth's gravitational pull. Getting out of the gravitational pull of your neural pathways and of your personal habits, your paradigm, it's not easy. It takes work, which is why you should be engaged in courses and programs like this. Because steel sharpens steel, and we all need it. Bob Proctor, Tony Robbins, all of them still are heavy studiers. They're heavy attenders of different programs. Even if they're on the stage, they're sometimes in the audience listening because they understand that if you stop learning, you stop growing, and the gravitational pull of the old you will want to suck you right back into that old activity. So. Kerry began to really listen to those instructions and he was plugged into the programs, you know, and he continually fed his mind because... Trying to beat down this old you is, is really it's really tough, man. It is. It's not just for him, for me too, for all of us. It's not easy. The point simply is that as he began to do this, eventually he found something that he enjoyed doing, which was working in with different studios. He wasn't union at that time. He was just doing work as a grip. He got a chance to help build sets. Now, all of a sudden, he's starting to see regular income coming in. You know, as the regular income starts coming in, his self-esteem is beginning to grow because you have something that's leading you towards that feeling of, I'm accomplishing something. I'm getting something done. You know, I am a grown man. I am a grown woman. I am handling my business. I am taking care of things, which makes him feel Better, which is a part of that process in shifting those neural pathways. It's about how you feel, right? Then the next step, he's continually doing it and he's starting to take on overshifts. He's starting to calm down on the drinking. It was not only destroying his relationships, it's destroying his body. The truth is, the drinking is really just an escape. But when you really love your reality, you don't need an escape. You want to be in that reality. He started to create a reality that he was starting to fall in love with, you know? And he started to calm down on dating all these different people and met somebody that he genuinely cared for, that he could have that relationship because he needed that stability. If you are living a lifestyle, I'm not telling people how to live, i just pointing something out. If you are having all of these partners all over the place, you have no idea what is actually doing to your energy because there's actually energy expended everywhere that you go. It's an energy depleting exercise is the point, which is why a lot of professional athletes when they're in training, there's no dating and they're on curfew and there's no um, there is no fraternizing. It's it, it, they're, they're on a strict regimen. There's a reason um, for it. It's not just because they want to deprive these people <laughs> of having needs met. You know what I mean? It's because of the fact that it impacts performance. The whole point is he started cleaning up his lifestyle. Every step that he did through this spaced repetition of listening to the audios, watching videos, being going to a seminar, being in the space of other people who are progressive, you know, and then the idea started to germinate of what he wants to create. And, you know, I am so proud of Kerry because now he's launched, along with a couple of our partners, something called Social Media TV, which is an online TV program. And he's still got his job, you know, because now he's union. He's making real good money doing what he's doing. And uh, he was able to pay back um, all the people that he owed money, which was also something that has helped him build his self-esteem. I mean, I'm so proud of him because it's not, I know how tough it is, you know what I mean, to come out of this. And I'm actually going to be on his television network. You know, we're building a show to go on a television network, and he talked about it when we first met, wanting to do the stuff and how he has these different cameras and what he's doing, and now he's worked his way through to actually creating that reality. But he, Kerry has successfully managed a paradigm shift. It didn't happen in two weeks. It didn't happen in six months. This has been an ongoing process over the last three years where he's gone through this change. And is he perfect yet? No, but none of us are. <laughs> you know, We're all working through our stuff. We're all a work in progress. But the point simply is he's done a complete 180 you know, and his income has jumped in a big way. And, you know, he's got a great family life. And, you know, and, and congratulations to him. Let me bring it back to this other gentleman who's the promoter that I was talking about. And the reason I'm not naming this person is because they're still going through it. I tend to name things when people have already gotten past it. <laughs> you know, my intention isn't to embarrass him. With this particular person, After I um, called him, he still hasn't taken me up on the offer. I'm also not going to be having these conversations with him anymore. The offer stands as it is, and once in a while, I'll just send him a text saying, hey, come out to a seminar, hey, come out to a seminar, hey, come out to a seminar. And that's it, because that's the only way that I can be there for him as a friend, is if he's willing to change. But the truth is, he wants to change, but the thought and the idea of changing is exhausting. The thought and the idea of changing, it represents a lot of pain. The thoughts in his mind it really um, represents to him that he has not succeeded. And it's, you remember I talked about the two governing forces in life or the two governing things in life are pain and pleasure. And if it represents too much pain to change something, then you're not going to do what it takes in order to do it. And I've seen it also happen in people who've taken my course where they've come and they're excited for the first little bit because there's the euphoria of the idea. But then there's the reality of having to deal with yourself, <laughs> you know, as you go through the process. And it's tough, you know, it I mean, to work through that. And so, therefore, there are some people who don't make it all the way even through the program because, you know, they allow their paradigm, the old them, to take over and win. And you know one of the things that I really loved about Les Brown motivational speaker, he said, you know you always have to remember it's not over until you win. it's not over until you win and if life knocks you down it says as long as you can look up, you can get up. This concludes part one of this message.